Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also catch us uh, wherever you get your favorite podcast Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, you pick it. If it's a podcast out there in the mainstream, you can just search The Rob O'Donnell Show and get it and listen, download it, and listen to whenever you want. It is 3.09 here at the station. Raining right now. It was raining pretty good uh, when I came into the studio today. 67 degrees. It says expect light rain, but it was downpouring pretty good here in the Pittston area. I did my check-in over at uh, Be The New You today. Feeling good. 25 pounds down. Hit that milestone mark. 25 pounds. Four and a half inches on my waist. And uh, I kind of noticed that for the first time this morning. I noticed the uh, pants were fitting a little loose the other day when I when I was out and about. And uh, I pulled out the next size down, put them on, and they fit fine. So that was the first real clothing, like, hey, you know, this this feels good type moment I had. But I, I knew I was regularly losing the weight. But I hit that 25-pound mark this week. Uh you know, if you follow me on social media, you see I'm back in the gym trying to do a workout each and every day. Actually, I've pretty much done it each day. And um feeling good. Feeling good. Like I said, uh, four and a half inches on my waist. And uh, pretty much everywhere else is is down except for my chest and arms. I'm trying to keep that muscle mass. So I've I've tried to, to fight that urge by, uh, you know, get back into my weight training. But uh, you could follow... You know, my journey on my Facebook page or here when I talk about it on the radio show, on the Rob O'Donnell show, as well as the commercials that run here. And, you know, feeling good. It's I thought for sure I would be have less energy. I would be hungry all the time, and it really hasn't been that. So, you know, kudos to those guys and gals that are out there. And, uh, you know, real supportive. I, I've texted a message in one evening, and within, you know, a couple minutes I've got a response to a question I had. You know, what if I didn't know something or, hey, can I have this if I do this? Uh, I have increased my protein intake because I am working out, and it's, that's been a great uh, great thing. It's let me eat a little more. It's let me, uh, you know, maintain my muscle mass, and I'm, I'm enjoying this journey. You know, I had a goal, and I think I might even hit that goal and, and look to surpass it a little bit because, uh, you know, I said, oh, let me do a reasonable goal. Let me do a manageable goal. And the closer I get to that, and, and, and 30 pounds was my goal, so I'm only five pounds away from that now. I'm like, oh, maybe I could do a little more. Maybe I could do a little better. And then you bring the maintenance phase into this program, the Be The New program into it. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's more of a lifestyle. It's sustainable. It's not like you're starving yourself. It's not like you're doing anything. And even the reduction phase, I, I haven't been hungry once. I crave the things that I like, you know, the sweets, the pizzas, the, the, the cakes and the cannolis and, and things like that. But, uh, you know, we could all do out with, without a little bit of those. But now, once I start hitting that maintenance phase, I can start phasing them in a little bit, not not deprive myself, and just uh, I'm in a better routine. So, you know, instead of having a dessert, you know, after every dinner, um, you know, something sweet after every dinner. I shouldn't say dessert because that's not not what I do. Um, you know, it's maybe once a week, twice a week. You know, look for that. It makes me crave it more. It makes me appreciate it more. So I'm looking forward to that. The GOP debate last night, um, I put some stuff out on social media. A bunch of you out there have interacted with that. What are your thoughts? I, I want get, to get your breakdown. I kind of broke it down in a synopsis of what I thought. And you could see the gamut of the spectrum. And, and, and if you could see people, social media influencers who are on payrolls, 
and that could be a PAC's payroll. It could be a candidate's payroll. Um, you know, being in those circles, I kind of know who's aligned with who. And their statements kind of went exactly in that direction. It was really highlighting who's on whose payroll because I saw things totally different than, than a lot of people in those circles did. Um, I wanted to give Ramaswamy the benefit of the doubt. I, he didn't impress me, and I no longer give him the benefit of the doubt. He was like your inexperienced kid screaming in the room trying to get attention. Yeah, he had some good one-liners. Yes, he said some things people want to hear. He just didn't come across. He, he turned me off more than he said, okay, this is someone I want to look at more. And uh, I, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. I know he's gone against a lot of things he said in the past just months ago. But I'm all for, you know, taking somebody on their word if they're changing their opinion on things. We, we reevaluate things all the time. Uh, Haley basically proved to me she's nothing more than the establishment. I expected a lot more from her, and I did not see that. She showed me she was the war machine establishment, and that was pretty much it. Unlimited funds to Ukraine. You know, we need to... to she was the establishment. It, it, it was pretty much that as far as she goes. Christie, Chris Christie never left the gate as far as I'm concerned. You know, he had his one zinger, one liner where he said uh, Ramaswamy sounded like chat GPT. Yeah, it was a chuckle, but that's not what I wanted to hear. I told you guys that uh, yesterday. I wanted to hear more on policy and what we were going to do and how we're going to move forward. Uh, Pence was actually better than expected. I think he his prep was, hey, you know, you need to come out of the gate a little stronger than you do, a little harsher than you do. He did fall back on his Christian values and his God uh, speeches and, and that sort of thing. And, and I don't mind that. You know, he, he, he walks that walk. It's not something he's just saying. That's how he lives his life. I get that. Uh, but he was better than expected, not that my expectations were very high for him. You know, I, I figured he'd be the nice guy that just came out and said some things here and there. So he did a little bit more than I expected him to do. Uh, that doesn't mean, you know, I, I'm in alignment with everything he said and everything he did. He just, he just was better than expected as far as my expectations. Scott wasn't bad or he wasn't great. Again, he had some good things to speak about, had some good talking points. Really didn't get into it with anyone too much to turn me off. So he was kind of where I expected him to be. You know, he's, he, he, he knows his stuff. He's been a senator. He wasn't bad. He wasn't great is how I, I kind of did that. DeSantis had good answers, but he doesn't debate very well. He didn't debate very well in Florida when he ran for governor. Um, you know, he, he said the things that I wanted to hear. He said things that I agree with. Um, I think he has the experience to do the things he's saying, but he just doesn't debate well. He comes across, he comes across not impressing me, but if you look at the things he did, he did have good answers to a lot of the things. I didn't like his hesitations. I'll be honest there on certain things. He kind of scanned the room to see what was going on and then kind of jumped in. I'd rather see him lead more from the front and just have his own opinion and stick by it. And that's that not worry about what everybody else is saying or doing. Uh, and the other two governors, they showed up, and that's pretty much it. I uh, really, Asa Hutchinson, and I couldn't even tell you the other guy's name. The other guy actually got some some good speaking time, but you know, it's it's just uh, you know, it is what it is. And you have the different news agencies after that, like you have MSNBC. 
giving a play-by-play on the GOP debate with Joe Biden's former press secretary and his former chief of staff. And basically, they came to the conclusion that Joe Biden was the winner of this debate. Uh, Well, of course they did. And then you had Fox News, on the other hand, in the situation room afterwards or whatever they called it, after the debate with Sean Hannity and Donald Trump's former chief of staff and press secretary. Again, where do you think that's going to go? They were at least more balanced than MSNBC, but... You know, you couldn't find, uh, I'm sorry, it wasn't press secretary. It was uh, his advisor and his former chief of staff. So it really didn't impress me. It really, you know, I, I said to the, to, the, uh, to the RNC, you know, this, this was a, you know, a crap show. They really failed the GOP voting public with that. It was a lot of shouting over each other and Fox News. You know, I blame them to an extent. Fox News actually copyrighted the presidential GOP debate. So media outlets like myself, like anyone else out there, cannot use any more than three minutes of audio or video of the debate. Now, this is is news for the entire nation. This is news for the entire world. And for Fox News to say, hey, anyone who reports on this since we hosted this debate, they were treating it like a sports, like like a World Series or, or a Super Bowl, where they have copyrighted infringement rights to it. And you can only use so much to, to talk about it. But in, if they want to see it, they have to come through Fox News's channels. Now, I understand that for shows and things like that. But a presidential debate needs to be open to the public. It needs to be open to where I could play you clips, a minute clip here, a minute clip there. A minute clip there. But if I go over three minutes, Fox News can also come around and say, hey, you know, you know you're using our copyrighted material. That's it. And basically it makes me not, not want to talk about the Fox debate. But as a whole, this debate really did nothing for me. As, as, a, as a conservative voter, it didn't do anything for me. It didn't, you know, uh, like I said, I, I gave you the breakdown. I wanted to give Ramaswamy the benefit of the doubt, and I, I, he, he just lost me. Haley is the establishment. I'm not, you know, I was looking for her for maybe, you know, a vice president or a, a bringing a foreign experience, foreign policy experience into it. She just, she's the establishment. I, I you know, I, I, she needs to move on with whatever she's going to do. Chris Christie, you know, he's Chris Christie. I've never respected him from day one from when he, he screwed over all the, the people in New Jersey. Pence, like I said, was better than expected, but I don't think he'll ever be president or vice president again. Scott wasn't bad or great. And DeSantis, he had good answers, but he doesn't debate well. He didn't, he didn't spike that football like he needed to do to move forward. And he better start soon because we can't leave it to, you know, outside entities. So, you know, and like I said, the other two, you know, they were there. I, I, would, I would be surprised if they're in the next debate, the two governors that were there. Uh, and that's that's kind of that's kind of my take on it. I want to get how you guys feel about the debate. Did you watch it? And your thoughts? Uh, a lot of feedback on social media. A lot of Trump supporters say, "Hey, you know, Trump's my guy," and that's fine. You know that that's fine. After, after last night, if this continues like that, he might be mine too. But it's early, and we need to see what happens here. I think there was a lot of 
high school antics, I'll call it. There was a lot of back and forth. I think the Fox News um, hosts did not do a good job in controlling it. I did not like the bell that you're over your time. And like I said, I, I, I want a three-strike rule where if you, you go over your time for the third time, they hit a button and the floor drops out and you're gone. That's it. You're out of the debate. Next. I mean, that would have made it made it interesting at least. But other than that, it was like watching an annoying high school debate, and, and, and that's not what I expected or wanted to see. It's 321 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 424 here at the station, 66 degrees and raining. It's time for Rob's Rundown on this Thursday, August 24th, 2023. These are headlines that are out there, things that are happening around us. Probably won't get into them in depth during the show today, but uh, they're in our atmosphere and we should be aware of them. A fatal shooting by state police in Susquehanna County. Don't pull a gun on the police. Scranton School District is looking for a new superintendent. They are advertising. The Idaho murder suspect trial is delayed at the request of the defense. He's waived his right to a speedy trial. Luzerne County passes the buck to the state for registration refunds. China to ban fish from Japan as Japan releases the nuclear wastewater. A stolen firearm recovered in Hanover Township traffic stop. Luzerne County Union contracts boosts pay for many workers. Area national politicians again request that the VA, local VA here, improve care. Pennsylvania severe maternal morbidity rates rise in the state with Lackawanna and Luzerne County being the exception. So good job for Lackawanna and Luzerne County's maternal care. And that's it for Rob's Rundown on this Thursday, August 24th, 2023. Again, you want to talk about any of those issues, feel free to call and uh, you know, we'll see what's going on. Let me see. Uh, looking at a bunch of text messages in regard. Let's go to the phones. If you want to talk about the debate and you want to text about the debate, it's 570-883-0098. Let's go to the phones. We have uh, Luciano on the debate. Luciano, you there? Yes, I'm here, Rob. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, it was rough and tumble. This is like i never been to prison, but I have people in my family been to prison. There was no control, no self-control in there. Those two people that was... Uh, navigating that uh debate was absolutely they let they let the prisoners control the whole environment and uh i agree with you um those two indians i'll say that they're two, uh, the swami guy and the uh, nikki haley ramaswamy now, and nikki, nikki haley yes yes they're both from india their parents both born and raised in india and uh so that's that's very unique um donald trump's got it made in the shade um the uh, governor from Florida, he cannot relate to the working-class blue-collar worker. He's terrible at debating. Uh, that can be improved, his debating skills. But he cannot relate to the Donald Trump working-class uh, uh, citizens. And uh, Mike Pence, um, I think he's not going to make it at all. And I like that brother from uh, South Carolina, the senator from South Carolina, because of this. He's going he's gonna to pull in the African-American Evangelical conservative Christian. Yeah, and Senator, the Senator Scott. 
Senator Scott. Yes, and the and the southern and the southern uh, blacks, and and many of them will gravitate because I know a few of them that they like him. So he's got it. He's got it made when it comes to being vice president. Now, one last thing about Nikki Haley. Well, Chris Christie, uh, he's not going anywhere, and and nobody else there is going. But but Chris, I don't understand Nikki Haley. Uh, I'm sure you're you're very astute. Uh, I'm not an intellectual, but I got common sense. I, I'm intelligent. Um, Nikki Haley was an ambassador. He, he she had a cabinet position with Donald Trump. Donald Trump made her UN ambassador. She quit. She resigned, and she and that's she's got to go go nowhere with with Donald Trump because she, she she quit. She had a good position with him, and she abandoned him, and she's not going to go anywhere either. So I see Tim Scott as, as the ideal candidate as vice president, and I still say if, if the uh, governor from Florida does it doesn't do better because I I I I'm 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 has a, I have a lot of pain in my heart for Donald Trump. I, I I pray for him, and I know a lot of evangelical conservative Christians and and Orthodox Jews that are praying for Donald Trump. He's done a lot for Christians, and he's done a lot for the is for Israel, and. Uh, what these what these um, Democrats are doing to these 19 Republicans and him is absolutely incredibly uh, 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 bizarre. So I see I see I see Tim Scott getting a uh, uh, getting vice president. He's an ideal candidate. Nikki Haley is not getting anything from Donald Trump because she she quit on him. And um, and so. Um, that's my comment, Rob. But uh, they had there was no control in that in that debate. Absolutely no control. It, 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 those two two, two uh, anchors they were terrible. And hopefully next time it'll be much more improved. I agree with you there, Luciano. I appreciate your your input on this. Thank you. Thank Take you. Care. Thank you. Bye bye. And yeah, every American's input is 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 valid. And and you know what 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 Luciano said wasn't much different than what I said. And the text messages coming in. Uh, Rob, I was disappointed with the debate last night. I do not think any of the candidates look presidential. We are screwed. Uh, Joe from Trips Park, uh, one thing I took from Fox keeping the debate exclusive and Tucker's Trump interview streaming uh, is there was finally hope for the media will no longer belong to a handful of rich giants. Smaller people with different views are now able to make an impact and that will continue to grow. I, I hope so. And that, that was the whole point of you know these social media platforms, be it any of them. But, you know, it was the organized debate. The RNC did sanction this debate. Um, I said, you know, point blank from the start, I am disappointed in Fox News' stance that, you know, other media outlets cannot use more than three minutes of any audio or video for this. Um, you know, I would like to play some clips from the, the debate, but I'm not going to sit here in time if we're at three minute, if we're at the three minute mark. So, you know, Fox News loses out as far as I'm concerned. And I was critical of Fox News on my social media, and I'm someone who was a Fox News contributor. So, you know, I call it like I see it, and, you know, I didn't like them scolding the audience. You know, I understand you have to have decorum and, and do things, but you could do that without scolding or speaking to them like children. The whole hands up, raise your hand type thing, I wasn't a fan of. It was just... It seemed an. I mean, the setup, the studio was great. The audience was nice and large, a couple thousand people. Um, you know, the production was good, but it was it was like a high school debate when you get down to the nitty gritty of it, and uh, and that's pretty much what I got from it. 
So, uh, again, I want to hear from you guys going on. Mark Meadows, uh, Donald Trump's former chief of staff, did turn himself in this morning in Georgia. And Donald Trump is supposed to be turning himself in sometime this evening. Again, I've had the luck of having it happen on my show. And by luck, I'm doing, saying that sarcastically because it kind of alters everything we're going to talk about. But sometime this evening, he's supposed to turn himself in. I haven't seen any information on him traveling there or doing anything as of yet. But, uh, you know, we'll keep you posted. We'll also talk about some of the other things that are are in our atmosphere. It's 3.32 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 3.38 here. 66 degrees with rain out there. Some of the rain was pretty heavy, so be careful with your driving. Well, Donald J. Trump has spoken on his Truth Social. And um, I'll let you make the decision for yourselves on uh, how you take what he, what he posted. 231 million views and still counting. The biggest video in social media ever. Before the double, before more than double the Super Bowl. But please excuse me, I have to start getting ready to head down to Atlanta, Georgia, where murder and other violent crimes have reached levels never seen before, to get arrested, all in capitals, by a radical left, low life district attorney, Fannie Willis, for a perfect phone call, all in capitals, a perfect phone call, and having the audacity to challenge a rigged and stolen election, all in capitals again. The evidence is irrefutable. Arrest time is 7.30 p.m. So it appears Donald Trump will be turning himself in at 7.30 p.m. tonight, as per his post on Truth Social. You know, what's your take on on his statement there? You know, he's always been a narcissist when it comes to his views, when it comes to his appearances as far as even in public at at an arena on social media, if he does a you know most watched video there, so that that's to be expected. He he always does that, touts how many people are viewing and watching and, and such like that. But then he goes on, you know, to attack the situation and the district attorney. And I have no problem with him attacking the situation. The fact that he is being arrested, if he feels he's innocent, he's more than able to. Profess his innocence, but going on, you know, calling the district attorney a radical left, low life district attorney, Fannie Willis. Um, there's no need for that. There's this is what's going to get him in trouble. His mouth. This is what's going to get him in trouble in court. This is probably won't be allowed once he's processed today because one of the conditions is he can't intimidate his co-defendants, witnesses, or anyone involved with the case. So it's going to be interesting to see how he navigates that and how they respond. Do they hold him in contempt of court? Do they remand him to prison? What happens if they do? Um, you know, how do they do that? I've, I've heard talk about what if he just doesn't show up and they make him issue in a warrant for his arrest? How do they do that? The, the, remember, the, 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 the sheriff's office, the jail where he is surrendering to today at 7.30 p.m. as per his post is under Department of Justice investigation for mistreating prisoners. This is uncharted territory here uh, as a whole for every aspect of it. How do you put a former president, if he is remanded or even just processed here? I mean, he was obviously have a Secret Service detail around him. But in a prison, his Secret Service detail can't be armed. Plus the cost of what they would need to do and the fact that this jail is under DO Department of Justice uh, investigation for mistreatment and malfeasance is... Um, it's going to be interesting moving forward, to say the least. Going to be interesting moving forward, to say the least. So, uh, 
you know, we'll see where this goes, but it appears he will be turning himself in after the Rob O'Donnell show today at 7.30. Um, so I'll be able to follow it, monitor at home, see what's said, and we'll see where it goes from there. It's 3.42 here at WILK News Radio. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell show in just a minute. You're at the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. It is 345, 66 degrees and raining outside. We're talking about the GOP debate last night, the Trump surrender tonight at 730. We found out a time as per his post. Um, let's hear what you got to say. Somebody said, uh, why can't Trump talk like that? And I says, well, after today, because it's a condition of his bond. And they responded, First Amendment free speech. And I said, yeah, until you agree to bond restrictions. So... If you agree to these are the sanctions of your bond, um, you're waiving in part because a judge is mandating it as a condition of bond to cross that line. And I think after today, he might. And if you know Donald Trump, he's going to challenge it. Uh, the Washington Post, again, you know, um, a lefter leaning, <laughs> lefter leaning. Um, publication, the Washington Post, has rated the debate yesterday on who won. They said DeSantis at 29%, Ramaswamy at 26%, Nikki Haley at 15%, Pence at 7%, Tim Scott at 4%, and Chris Christie at 4%. How Chris Christie and Tim Scott tied at 4% is beyond me, but again, this is coming from the Washington Post, a poll of likely Republican voters. So who knows uh, who actually responded to that. Let's go to the phones now. We have uh, Joe from Sawyersville on the debate. Joe. Hi, Rob. Rob, I watched the debate. I thought they were all mediocre. If Donald Trump can stay out of jail, isn't he likely to be the Republican nominee? Don't know. The people will decide that. Well, as as per to, polling right now, I would say yeah, yes. I would say yes, because, I mean, I, I was not really impressed by anybody. Personally, I thought Ron DeSantis should have done a, a little bit better, but I think Trump is the favorite by far. Based on the polling, that's the that's the census that's out there. Consensus. Yeah. Well, someone like Ron DeSantis, he's going to he better step up his game, or he's not going to be around very very long. I don't see it. Well, right now in national polls, um, both are beating Joe Biden. So we'll see what happens when it comes to that. Well, I'll say this: whenever these Republicans run against Joe Biden, Joe Biden's going to beat them no problem. They're all terrible candidates. And our current president isn't. That's correct. Oh, I, your your opinion, Joe. I I value right. it, but I, I think that's most correct. of the people out there don't agree with it. Well, that's fine. But Joe, a matter Biden of fact, o o almost seventy something percent of Democrats don't agree with your opinion that he's doing a great job. Well, when it comes down to Joe Biden and the Republican, Joe Biden will beat the Republican, no doubt. Okay, so you're willing to to deal with the, uh, you know, not well, being not being Absolutely. not being happy with what's going on in, in the nation because rather you'd rather just beat Donald Trump. Well, I said. I'm not saying Joe Biden is perfect, but he's better than any Republican, that's for sure. Well, our economy and every metric that we measure things for, immigration, our economy, inflation, does not show that. And I'll still take it over any Republican, absolutely. No, so you're willing to have the nation suffer simply because uh, you don't want a Republican there? Well, the, the nation is not suffering. That's what the Republicans say. But the Republicans always lose. So, of course, well, it's how not comes suffering. How come 70% of Democrats do not approve of Joe Biden's Well, uh, because Joe Biden is not perfect. Rating. I'm not Joe Biden is not perfect. He, no, not perfect is a 53%, right. 54%. You're talking almost 70%. It comes down to uh, you have a choice, Republican or Joe Biden. Joe Biden is better than any Republican. It's that simple. All right, and then Democrats are saying now that the, 
the DNC saying that they're not uh, committing to a de- presidential debate for, with Joe Biden with any Republican. Well, why is that? Well, we'll have to see what happens at the time. But I said, Joe Biden is like he's an eight-year-old now. He's not, he's not a young man, but compared to any Republican, he'll, he'll crush him. The Republicans have nothing, absolutely nothing. Well, Democrats disagree with you there, Joe, but, you know, it's your opinion, and I appreciate it. All right, my friend, so long. Thank you. Uh, and again, if you look at the polls, it's just not what uh, even Democrats are saying. But, you know, I think... I think that call is a sentiment of what's going on in our country. We're willing to tough it out under not not a, not conditional circumstances simply because we don't want Donald Trump again. Um, so we'll have to uh, we'll have to see what's going on, and I just don't understand. I just don't understand it because, I mean, we're seeing the things that are going. You have, we said it yesterday, Democratic-run cities. You know, 15 of the top cities in America that are most costly to live in are all Democrat-controlled for for decades, most of them. You know, you look at crime. You're looking at the issues with immigration. Look at the cities where, you know, you have New York City spending 10% of their entire budget on illegal immigration. Totally manufactured crisis that is affecting everything else. And I guess it's until you are in pain enough, you'll make a difference. So, you know, maybe it's time to start changing our tune where, you know, when when New York's dealing what they're dealing with, when there's the crime that we're dealing with is dealing with, you know, do we just say good, you deserve it, that's how you voted? I, I, I don't like doing that. But, I mean, come on, everybody is is feeling the same thing that we're seeing. And you cannot like Donald Trump. You could not like and, and you know you could not like Biden. You know, where's an alternate for the Democrat Party? It can't be Biden. Come on. The guy can't function. He's not making his own decisions. He's not capable of debating. That's why he's they're already saying that he can't do it. He's not capable of giving a speech anywhere without lying. Let's go to the phones. We have a uh, Fred from Wet's Pittston on the Economy. Fred. How you doing, Ron? Thanks Good. for taking my call. No problem. You remember, you remember Martha's Vineyard when, when the immigrants came over there and all of a sudden they weren't good enough for there? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Now, that caller that just came, next time he calls, you ask him if you have people running through his yard, robbing stores, sleeping in, the, in his backyard, or whatever it may be, all that stuff, right? You ask him. If they were doing that, would he still revolve for Joe Biden, Bob? You know what? I, I think they would. They, they, I mean, I, I, they can't be insulated from everything that's going on in the nation, in the world, and say, you know, everything's hunky-dory. I mean, again, the guy, our president of the United States can't give a simple speech, you know, regard, not even at a national disaster, and, and tell the truth. I mean, every, he's making things up as he goes along. He's given policies. Who's giving him these policies? You know, he's, he's surrounded by old Obama rejects who are now, you know, in this administration making the decisions. You know, you know what Joe Biden reminds me of? When I was growing up, there was this kid that lived down the road, right? He had a big, tall fence. And every time he walked, run by with our bicycles and everything. This is a true story. Run by, and his old man would be in the bar, in the yard, drinking, having a beer, and the kid would... Give us the, you know, the middle finger. 
But you know why? That's Joe Biden. He's got that big fence around his house. And that's the way these people are. They're cowards. Well, I mean, you, we could say they're that to all, all the politicians. They live in this. As far- long as that fence is behind them and they're, you know what I mean, they're in front of them and they, you know what I mean? Joe yeah. Biden is, is just with the media. They just protect him. Politicians live in an artificial world, all of them, right. from our that's senators to our congressmen. They come back every now and then and say, oh, I'm one of the people. I'm here. I'm a, I'm a Scranton Knight. I'm this. I'm that. Right. No, they live in an artificial bubble. They believe they 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 think reality is what they're told, especially at the level of president and such like that. They're cowards and they're degenerates. Thanks, Rob. You do a great job too. I appreciate it, Fred. Thanks for calling in. Um, let me see. Uh, I'm looking at some text messages coming in. I have a lot of fear of the real motivation in dragging Trump out to all these locations. Not secure enough, in my opinion, and likely uh, they said. On uh, uh, it's cut off there. Somebody said, I, I thought Ra- Ramaswamy did fine and DeSantis was better than I thought he would be. Um, you know, I, I really had higher hopes for Ramaswamy. I mean, his his interviews that he's given that have been pre-planned and thought out, not on the fly. Uh, he's been much better. But here he, he sounded like a whiny high school kid uh, in, a, well, in a whiny college kid in a college debate. Um, maybe he changes my mind next time. Maybe he does better. Maybe he learns from this experience. He is new at it. It's uh, 3.55, time for the Bloomberg Money Minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 3.43, almost 3.59 here. Well, I know you're waiting, but I got only a minute before I take you, so if you don't mind holding until we come back from the break. Um, where's that? Where's the... Uh... I was looking for a text message. I can't find it now. They basically said, um, why should we worry about Joe Biden? Here, I'm not saying anything for Joe Biden or Trump, but why should Biden agree to a debate when a Republican didn't seem to have a problem with Trump not debating in the Republican debate? And I said, if, uh, if Biden was 30 points ahead of the next candidate, I'd agree, but he's not. That's the difference. You know, if you look at all the polls, they're pretty much neck and neck with anyone who runs against Biden, be it DeSantis, be it Trump at this point. So, uh, you know, I think that's the difference where Trump's 30 points ahead of the any poll that shows Ron DeSantis as being the next in line. So that's my uh, explanation for that. It's four o'clock here on WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell show in just a minute. 